Hello and welcome to CPG Marketing School. If you are an ambitious founder or marketer in the CPG industry, this podcast is just for you. I'm your host, Federica Sareza, and I've been fully immersed in this exciting world for the past 18 years. In my career, I've had the privilege of working with some truly iconic brands like Sneakers, M&M's, Johnson Johnson, Colgate and Guinness, to name a few. I've started my own CPG startup and I've had the pleasure of coaching, mentoring and training talented CPG marketers and founders. In each episode of CPG Marketing School, I take you through strategies, tactics and a few marketing secrets that will supercharge your brand. No boring stuff or complicated jargon, just practical insights and advice that you can put into action immediately. Hello, hello, and welcome to season two of CPG Marketing School podcast. I know it's been a while, and to be honest with you, I wasn't planning on taking such a long break. But, you know, life sometimes gets in the way, and I've been incredibly busy working with some amazing clients. I was expecting to take a month off, and then it didn't happen. So it's only in the past 10 days that I started really to take a step back, relax, and think about the next season. As I was sitting on a sunbed at sunset, just looking at the beauty of the sea in the Persian Gulf, in the teeny tiny island and state of Bahrain of all places, I started to scribble down some of my ideas for season two. And I got so excited that as soon as I got back, literally two days after I got back, I had to sit down and start to record this new season. So why am I so excited about this season? I think for the first time, I'm going to address one of the biggest questions that I always get asked. How do you go about building a marketing plan? And I think this is perfect timing because we are getting ready to start 2024 and we want to be ready to kick off the year in the best possible shape from a marketing perspective. And I know I hear you. It might not be perfect timing for you right now. You have Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Christmas season coming up. But hopefully during the holidays, you might have a little bit of time to take a step back from the day-to-day of your business and really focus on building a strong 2024 marketing plan. So in the next few episodes, I will share my process, my methodology, the things that I do to create a strong marketing plan for the year. And today, we're going to start to look at the CPG space and the trends that are going to influence our industry in 2024. So what are the things that we started to see happening in 2023 that will carry on and influence 2024? As we all know, in the CPG world, it's always about what's next. And I personally think that 2024 is already shaping out to be a very, very interesting year. So let's dive in. Trend number one is the peach revolution. So 2024 is looking like it's the year that the humble peach gets its moment in the spotlight. 
we are not just talking about our grandma's peach cobbler or maybe homemade summer peach jams. We see peaches popping up in some very unexpected places. So let's talk about condiments. So imagine a smoky peach barbecue sauce or a peach salsa. These are perfect for adding a twist to your grilling or giving a sweet kick to your nachos, for example. I recently tried this peach-infused salad dressing that was absolutely to die for. It had this perfect balance of sweetness, acidity, and it just really lifted the whole salad. Then there are the baked goods. So we're seeing peaches making their way into bread, pastries, and even as a surprise element in some savory tart, for example, with ingredients like Italian prosciutto. Trend number two is tahini global takeover. I think we all know this creamy sesame paste, which is a staple of Middle Eastern cuisine, and now is finding its way into menus all around the globe in some pretty exciting ways. So let's start with beverages. We're talking about tahini milkshakes, smoothies, tahini lattes. They're becoming a thing. Imagine the rich, earthy flavor of tahini mixed with coffee. In 2024, we will see tahini gain even more popularity in sweet and baked goods. So think of uh, tahini-infused brownies or cookies, cheesecakes um, that add a little bit of depth and richness that chocolate and vanilla alone don't just provide. Trend number three is about the rise of Calabrian chili peppers. So Calabrian chili peppers are a regional chili variety from southern Italy, and they are very versatile. They just have the right amount of kick, and we've seen them starting to pop up everywhere in very unexpected places. So, of course, we've seen them in uh, pasta sauces and condiments, but hot sauces as well, uh, replacing sriracha, for example. But it's not just traditional Italian dishes that are getting a Calabrian chili pepper makeover. We see the influence spreading across various cuisines. So think about Mexican salsa, for example, or a barbecue marinade as well. And then there is the snack department. So imagine chips or even nuts coated with a Calabrian chili seasoning. So it's a perfect blend of, you know, heat and crunch. And why not beverages? So picture a Bloody Mary with a Calabrian chili kick, for example. Trend number four is Asian flavors in new formats. So if you've traveled to Asia, you are probably familiar with a couple of uh, traditional Asian ingredients like black sesame and ube, a type of purple yam. So let's start with black sesame. This is mostly used in Japan, Korea, and it's a very nutty, slightly sweet ingredient that is used in a lot of Asian desserts. But now it's finding a new home in Western style ice creams, desserts. So think about black sesame panna cotta or imagine a black sesame latte that is not just visually striking with its deep gray, but also, you know, a refreshing twist on uh, your usual coffee treat. And then there is ube, oh God, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, which is known for its vibrant purple color and uh, sweet, creamy taste. This has been a staple in uh, Filipino desserts for years, and we started to see it popping up everywhere. Ube-flavored donuts, muffins, pancakes, baked goods. 
And one of the most Instagram-worthy treats that I've seen is the Ube hot chocolate. Literally, go on Instagram now and check it out. Trend number five, it should not be a surprise, is mushrooms. In 2024, mushrooms are stepping out of uh, their traditional roles and they are revealing even more their superfood status. This trend is about much more than just adding mushrooms to our pizzas, our omelets, our stir fries. So looking at the beverage sector, we're seeing an exciting range of mushroom-infused coffees, teas, hot chocolate that have been hitting the market. And this is not stopping. In the culinary world, mushrooms are now being recognized for their meaty texture and umami flavor. And I have even seen a few chefs that are using mushrooms instead of seafood in uh, vegan sushi rolls, for example. Mushrooms are also making their way into snack food. We are seeing a variety of mushroom-based snacks, chips, jerky, which offer a bit of a healthier version to traditional snacking option. But the most intriguing development that I've seen is the use of mushrooms in dessert recipes. Think of a rich, decadent chocolate cake with a a hint of mushroom to enhance its earthy flavor. And last but not least, mushrooms are being celebrated for their health properties. So from adaptogenic mushroom powders that can add to smoothies to mushroom supplements aimed at providing overall health, we see mushrooms being reimagined as a superfood in wellness. If you're enjoying this episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a positive review. Your reviews not only brighten our day, but they also help us reach more ambitious founders and marketers who can benefit from the content we share. Trend number six is about the rise of cacao and buckwheat. So in 2024, we are seeing a remarkable resurgence of some ancient grains and in particular cacao and buckwheat. So this trend is about rediscovering old ingredients and incorporating them into more contemporary recipes and contemporary diets in exciting new ways. Cacao, which as we all know is the source of chocolate, has been celebrated in its raw unprocessed form, which is really far from this sugary confection that we are used to. So cacao is finding its way into health and wellness products almost as a nutrient-rich superfood. We're talking about cacao being sprinkled over breakfast bowls and and smoothies, for example. But it's not just about eating cacao. There is a growing interest in cacao as a ceremonial ingredient. Cacao ceremonies, which involve drinking specially prepared cacao in a ritualistic setting, are becoming popular for their spiritual and heart-opening properties. So it's a whole new way to experience the depth and the richness of cacao. And on the other hand, we have buckwheat, which is not a type of wheat, despite uh, what its name would suggest, but it's a gluten-free seed. Buckwheat is making a big comeback, especially among those that are looking for healthy gluten-free alternatives. Buckwheat flour is used in everything from pancakes, 
Japanese soba noodles, for example, and even bread. And what I find interesting is that buckwheat is also being recognized for its role in sustainable agriculture. It's a very resilient plant and it grows well in very poor soil conditions and requires very little pest control. And that makes it a favorite among organic farmers and environmentally conscious consumers. Trend number seven is butter. Yes, you heard that right. In 2023, we have seen butterboards everywhere on TikTok, probably drawing inspiration from the popularity of charcuterie boards. And it's a trend that combines the simplicity of butter with a creative approach to flavors and presentations. So imagine a wooden board that is traditionally used for cheeses or cured meats and now is becoming the center stage for butter. So these boards are not just about butter, but they are thoughtfully crafted with a variety of different types of high-quality infused butter, each with very specific taste and specific textures. And we are seeing salted, unsalted, cultured, and even compound butters with herbs, spices, sweet additions as well, like honey and edible flowers. What makes this trend so remarkable is how these butterboards take a humble ingredient like butter that has been around forever and elevates it to a centerpiece. Trend number eight is about hormonal remedy and wellness foods. This trend is about more than just eating healthy. It's about using food as a tool for managing hormonal health and overall well-being, especially amongst women. I don't know if you've noticed, but this year on TikTok, we have seen a surge in recipes that are specifically designed to support hormonal balance. One of the examples is the raw carrot salad, been gaining popularity for its potential in estrogen management. So this dish made with shredded carrots, coconut oil, apple cider vinegar is said to help in detoxifying excess hormones, for example. Another emerging trend is seed cycling, which involves consuming different types of seeds at various phases of the female menstrual cycle to help balance hormones. So this practice has led to the creation of cycle syncing recipes and snacks like energy bites, for example. We're also seeing an increase in sleepy time food and drinks. So these products contain ingredients like magnesium, chamomile, or even lavender, and they are known for their calming and sleep-inducing properties. So we see sleepy girl mocktails and nighttime teas and snacks that have become part of many people's bedtime routines. Trend number nine is little luxuries on a budget. It's all about finding joy in the small things, especially those that don't break the bank. So this trend is a reflection of our desire for affordable indulgences in our daily lives as a way to treat ourselves without the guilt of overspending. And what makes these little luxuries so appealing is their ability to bring a little moment of joy into our routine lives. So think of grabbing a gourmet macaron on your way back from work or savoring a specialty chocolate after dinner or even adding a luxury bath bomb to your evening bath. These small purchases offer a sense of pampering and immediate pleasure that can uplift our mood and enhance our overall sense of well-being. And we see social platforms like TikTok and Instagram that are playing a significant role in driving this trend. 
So we see content creators that are showcasing their literal luxury finds from everyday stores and, you know, supermarkets. Trend number 10 is third culture cuisine. And this is probably one of my favorite trends for 2024. So think about combining flavors from two very distinctive cuisines to create a completely new approach. Think Korean tacos, where, you know, the fiery flavors of Korean barbecue, meat, blue corn, Mexican tortillas, for example. Or sashimi tostadas that blend Japanese sashimi with a crunchy Mexican tostada. Trend number 11 is nostalgia. So it's about reinventing comfort classics. Nostalgia, not nostalgia, is all about those warm, fuzzy feelings of classic comfort foods that take us back to the past, but with a twist that reflects our current culinary creativity and global influences. Think about those dishes that bring back childhood memories or remind you of your home. And imagine them reinvented with some bold, unexpected flavors or presented in a very unusual way. So think of mac and cheese with a zesty makeover with the addition of kimchi. Or consider a classic pink lemonade jazzed up with smoky chipotle, for example. Trend number 12 is all about floral flavors. In the past year, we've seen floral flavors blooming in kitchens, cafes, infusing the essence of blooms like hibiscus, cherry blossoms, lavender, for example. So let's take hibiscus. Hibiscus is really leading the charge, and you're probably familiar with its bold red color and that really tart flavor, which is a bit reminiscent of berries. So we are seeing it everywhere from flavored waters, sodas, jams, jellies. And let's not forget the creative uses in frozen treats, like those hibiscus rosé wine popsicles that became a thing last summer. Cherry blossoms are another floral favorite, and we are seeing them used in pastries, ice creams, gelatos, and then there is lavender. Last summer, I had a very, very short, long weekend in the south of France with my husband. And amongst other things, we visited the city of Grasse, which is a really cute medieval town that is known as the perfume capital of the world. And here is where I had my very first lavender latte in a charming little cafe. Honestly, the experience was kind of a revelation for me because I was so surprised at the way the floral notes of lavender actually complement the coffee. But lavender is making its way into more than just lattes. We're seeing lavender honey pastries, for example, or even lavender-infused chocolate truffles and lavender hot chocolates. And here we are to our last trend for 2024, which is savory flavors in unexpected places. Quite recently, we've started spotting a really cool trend where savory flavors are making surprise appearances in typically sweet categories. And one of the standout examples of this trend is savory ice creams. So imagine a scoop of olive oil ice cream or think about a basil and tomato sorbet, which is serving as a refreshing palate cleanser 
but with a hint of garden freshness. These are not your typical dessert flavors, but they are catching on fast. Bakery items are also getting a savory makeover. So I've recently had a rosemary and black pepper infused cookie and it was absolutely divine. The beverage world isn't left out of this trend either. So vegetable-based mocktails and cocktails are becoming more popular, which blend ingredients like beetroots or carrots, for example. And even coffee is getting a bit of a savory spin. I don't know if you've seen this on TikTok, but um, something that is trending is coffee with sea salt and pepper. And on this savory coffee note, I'm wrapping up our overview of the top CPG trends for 2024. As you get ready for the new year, consider how this trend can play a role in your planning. And remember, in our next episode, I will dive into the first step of crafting a solid marketing plan for your CPG brand. So it's all about starting 2024 on the right foot. And that concludes another episode of CPG Marketing School. If you enjoyed this episode, check out the link in the show notes and subscribe to CPG Marketing School to receive free marketing inspiration straight to your inbox every Sunday. As always, thank you for being part of CPG Marketing School and until next time, happy marketing.